Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. 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 I'm stuck. Beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating. Uh, welcome to The Stick. This is our first episode with our new official title. Uh, it's a Homestar Runner podcast hosted by me, David. And me, Eden. And we have a special guest host today. Uh, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, excard on me, everybody. I'm Jordan uh, <laughs> from Jurgenit. Jurgenit, our, our favorite podcast about another extremely good show that everyone should watch, just don't, like just like you, Homestar don't Runner. You dare! How <laughs> dare you! How dare you! <laughs> Before we get into the uh, the podcast, I wanted to ask you, Jordan, if you had to pick, like, uh, I guess, like character comparisons between uh, the Secret Life of the American Teenager and Homestar, well, oh, what sort God. of like parallels would you draw there? Oh man, uh, okay. This is this is for this is for no one, but uh, let's see. So I definitely think um, Bubs, I think is George Jurgens. He's this works at the furniture store. He's all about cutting costs and just kind of being that kind of guy. That one works for me. <laughs> uh, and Leo is the king of town. Those are those are the only two that you get. <laughs> sausage sausage king of town. George Jurgens does sound a lot like a uh, a name that would exist in the Homestar Runner universe to me. <laughs> it kind of does. It is a really bad name. Like, hello, people. I'm George Jurgens. And then, obviously, because uh, because he's so large, uh, John is is King Bubs Gonzola Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that I just listed Bubs twice, but you know. <laughs> There's only Bubs. so many characters on that show. Bubs has a big enough personality to be multiple people. And that's, Bubs, I guess, yeah. where the Snicker Man comes from. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, but anyway, today uh, we are doing, uh, I guess, a deep dive uh, off the deep end into uh, the world of terrible, terrible Homestar Runner food. Um, and uh, I think really the best place to start with that uh, is to go all the way back to the beginning and talk about, I think, Homestar Runner himself's uh, two favorite staples, um, Fluffy Puff Marshmallows and Melonade. You see, I thought you were going to go with, uh, when you're talking about all the way back to the beginning, I thought you were going to be talking about Bronco Trolleys. I, I had Bronco Trolleys pulled up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you must be talking about Bronco Trolleys. Bronco Trolleys are also really good. Orange they were worth their own still game. on is the thing about Bronco Trolleys. <laughs> unpeeled orange oh yeah i forgot that it was unpeeled uh. it's an unpeeled orange peanut butter and like a, a triscuit i think yeah yeah the, the 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 peel makes it zesty <laughs> how genuinely the, the, awful the, i know sounds. we're supposed to be talking about marshmallows but i was just thinking about the concoction of of peanut butter and orange and i have hives that is awful <laughs> to think about 
if there's somebody who's not allergic to peanut butter or allergic to oranges, they're allergic to the combination. <laughs> That's I think. true. Everyone's allergic to Bronco Charlies. <laughs> it's like it's why in the the picture when you finish the game of Bronco Charlies, Homestar looks so bloated. It isn't because he ate so many. It's just because he's breaking out <laughs> an allergic reaction to the Bronco Charlies. So fluffy puff marshmallows. Yeah, like um, in the very first Homestar actual Flash cartoon, it was called Marshmallows Last Stand, and they're they're <laughs> They're sitting in a marshmallow bar of, of all places because those exist apparently, and uh, and Homestar and Pom Pom are just sitting there in their you know the year two thousands crudely drawn Flash glory, and Homestar is so into these marshmallows that he tricks Pom Pom into looking away so that he can you know open up the black hole of his throat and just vacuum it off the table right away from Pom Pom. It is kind of weird how little we see characters on Homestar Runner eat. It's <laughs> very, very, very rare that it for happens. how much they talk and and are holding food. It, it's yeah, it's kind of interesting. Except, except for the King of Town, he yeah, always eating. It's, it's kind of. I feel like he like he eats for all of the other characters. Yeah, that's why he's the king. <laughs> they can't eat. He had. They need him. <laughs> Right. Otherwise, the food would just pile up. Yeah, yeah. You'd have you'd have piles and piles of splounced bars everywhere. Oh man, I can't wait to talk about splounched. <laughs> <laughs> that it that kind of does sound like an anagram for a podcast that wasn't really well thought that, out. Well, splounched has marsh. It has fluffy puff marshmallows in it. Oh yeah, I forgot about it has that. Has marshmallow vapor. Which can we can we while we're on the subject of uh, of fluffy puff marshmallows can we talk about uh, what is what is your favorite rendition of Marshy? Because there are uh, so oh. many, or just yeah, yeah, or just yeah. the whole can, the whole line. Oh man, I really I really like um, uh, Va- Vampire Marshy. I think was uh, the the mascot for Fluffy Puff Malloweens. Is there a game with with? vampire marshy yeah you're trying to i don't remember if there was a game but the colors orange and black flavored marshmallows (laughs) the two guests get good flavors i'm a big fan of uh i'm not really marshy but i am a fan of fluffy puff nibblers or whatever they're called i'm three years old good for hot chocolates (laughs) and small type babies my my personal favorite is uh is probably the uh the red what is it the the red gelatin type substance uh, uh <laughs> where he comes that out with that sucks. horrible voice that horrible voice filter i love how more she just sort of over the course of of homestar runner just got creepier and creepier and creepier until even the characters started acknowledging how <laughs> terrifying marshy is whichever the one is where he goes i'll scare your dad <laughs> probably my favorite one actually now that i think about it i think that the tagline for the gelatin marshy was i'm an abomination that's yeah <laughs> was that also the one where he says you can't destroy me or no that was the vapor i think <laughs> yeah i think that was the vapor jeez um, so melonade, uh, does this sound like a, an appetizing beverage to either of you? Cause I think it sounds great, but it's I just like melon, melons. melon lemonade. I think so. Depends, yeah. Depends on the type of melon. Like it, it starts off. Oh the way yeah. Back. That's a good point. There's, There's lots of melons and some are better than others, but there is that one free mail where they have like all the different flavors of melonade. 
and like some of them don't sound very good. Like was one of them like they had like cigarette or something like that, like <laughs> a bunch of awful flavors of melonade. Let's see. Okay, oh, I have a list. There's athletic berry blast, but one flavor, <laughs> which is cigarette butts. Costa latte froth, original throat closers, <laughs> quadruple triple melonade, sizzling bacon guava quench, and taco annihilation. Okay, so so really, they they did open up the the market there to to everything, especially throat closers. I feel like is is the uh, the mo- the most adventurous flavor is for that me. extra sour, I guess. The throat closers was a powder that you uh, is oh, applied yeah. directly to the esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the bubble jug of melanate. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, bubble jug. That that's a, that brings up another good point, which is how a lot of this is like, you know, just like everything else on Homestar Runner, it's just completely referential to some piece of you know, uh, consumerist or pop culture. That's true. Like the one thing, because I know that in that same episode where he lists off all the different melonade flavors, they have a bit where he's signed into a contract where he's forbidden to drink. Uh, was it to drink something or bathe in, in any other liquid? And like he mentions, <laughs> that it's like really painful to bathe in melonade. It's which that, it's that uh, throat closer. <laughs> really, oh, is uh, the drink talk about or bathe in any other liquid? He can't talk about. Yeah, that's why he's not allowed in the ool. <laughs> notice there is no take a crap in it please it. keep it that way but, god so like do you suppose that like melanade if it hurt if it stings his skin to bathe in is melanade carbonated probably it i mean that, it comes in yeah, a can it could be so it's like a it's a car is that so now when you describe a, a melon flavored carbonated beverage now i'm thinking homestar has been drinking like ramen all these years, <laughs> and we've never known it. Oh yeah, there is melon flavored ramen. Me- that's the only melon flavored drink I can think of. Yeah, because <laughs> they've got like the really like expensive uh, variety of melon over yeah, in Japan. They call it Elon Musk melons and yeah, yeah Elon Musk melons. <laughs> what Elon I, cantaloupe? I'd like to, I'd like to make a point out that on the the Homestar Runner wiki uh, page for melonade. It describes the etymology of the word melonade, where it just says melonade describes its name from the similarly formulated drink lemonade, which is made from lemons <laughs> rather than melons. In addition, melon and lemon are anagrams. Like, I just want to know the one confirm. person who didn't know the joke behind the name melonade and had to come to be there so they knew it was parentheses lemonade was the joke of melonade. The joke of melonade, lemonade. <laughs> I think I re- yeah I think that's like a, a theory it's like a, a an epic Reddit fan theory on Homestar Runner it's like I think I cracked the code <laughs> switch the two letters around and melonade spells lemonade oh I'm brain blasting <laughs> that that's just such a wiki thing to do you know like there's that blog uh, thanksbulbapedia.tumblr.com where it, it gives you like. Bulbasaur is a portmanteau of bulb and dinosaur. <laughs> My favorite is on the Harry Potter wiki. There's a page for watermelon. And it's just like watermelon is a sweet, a sweet type of melon popular in whatever in, in chapter, whatever of Harry Potter and the whatever who gives a fuck. Harry eats melon, fla- watermelon flavored beans. And it's like, okay. <laughs> 
you were doing me a great service, Harry Potter Wiki. I never would have known that there were mel- watermelon. Apparently, for a little while in the Harry Potter Wiki, not to get like too off topic here, but there was a page for like some like really serious. I think like the Rwandan genocide, and they just. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! They made a page for it. They were they just described like basically copy pasted it, and then at the very end put Harry Harry Potter and the other members of the Wizarding World did nothing to stop the Rwandan genocide. <laughs> okay. Every wiki, if if it's up, to, it's like if a wiki has a dedicated enough fan base, it will just become regular Wikipedia. But at the end, it says how that topic is related, <laughs> if at all, to the to the to the subject. What I need to know is if uh, that Harry Potter wiki has um, Smash Mouth's All Star as a page on it, because Probably. I think it was my friend Colin that made a post on Tumblr about how the date that they defeated Voldemort roughly matches up with the day that song was released. <laughs> it's a celebration song. Yes. What if it was called All Scar? Because <laughs> Scar. Think about it. Hmm. Uh, this has seems... nothing to do with Homestar Runner. <laughs> no, let's, let's, yeah, we, let's get back to the podcast. In addition to Melonade, there's also Pymonade. <laughs> or Pinade. <laughs> yeah, Pinade. <laughs> Around the office, it is best known as P-Nade, according to the wiki. Uh, it's concocted of a slice of pie stuck in a glass of lemonade with lots of ice cubes in it and a lemon wedge on the side. My favorite thing about the foods of Homestar Runner is that generally there are photographs of the food. Like, yeah. somebody, I don't know, one of the brothers chaps or whoever had to go and put these things together to get photographs of, like, you know, Chakazuma's Revenge and... Oh yeah, Rocket the chocolardiac arrest. Yeah, they had to make those. Someone did. Oh, that looks sinful. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of photographs of uh, of real real versions of Homestar Runner food, I didn't want I didn't want to like rush into this, but I I do have on my desk right now a glass of milk and some gummy bears. <laughs> oh, good. and I, I i was gonna wait till we got to sudzu but i don't want the milk to get room temperature because if there's anything more disgusting than sudzu it's room temperature sudzu thank god one of us came prepared to this goddamn podcast i was i was gonna i was gonna make i was gonna try to make chakazuma's revenge but it sounded like too much of a hassle all right well <laughs> this is what you see here. do you want me to do a taste test just is one hundred percent genius hold on hold on, hold on. I don't want I don't want to be responsible for a murder on this podcast on the second episode. You got my gummy bears. Here's some audio. All right, gummy bears. I went two percent because I don't like skim milk. Got my spoon. All right, let's see if pure genius is happening. You know what? <laughs> you know, you know what? <laughs> it just kind of tastes like milk. Let me get to the gummy bears. Hold on. Yeah, I feel like a true sip involves at least one bear. Oh! (laughs) I got to the bears. (laughs) I hate it. Oh, they got really hard. Oh, yeah, I suppose because it's cold. Oh, what a waste of gummy bears. They, They... I. On the, I think it was the uh, the weekly fan stuff tab at in the homepage. After the Sudzu email came out, they waited a week and just left the Sudzu on the counter. That is the worst <laughs> thing. Okay, <laughs> they Folks let the gummy bears soak up all of the milk. If you want to try Sudzu, here's the good thing: once you get to the hard 
milky gummy bears and you can't chew them, you can just drink the rest of the milk and it washes it right down. <laughs> that was awful. It's convenient that way. Yeah, you know. Pure genius. I feel like oh. we should probably explain the context of Sudzu now that we've talked about it for about oh, we five should, minutes. We oh, yeah, should. for sure. So it is a mixture of skim milk and gummy bears. Um, I I don't remember why it was brought up, but it's apparently the cheat's favorite bedtime snack. It's just they were talking about his bedtime routine. Oh, yeah. And he can't fall asleep without his glass of sudzu. He needs sudzu and a disgust in a uh, disgusting sponge that he calls the Denzel. <laughs> the Denzel. <laughs> covered in band-aids. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Also, can I say the cheats, the cheats adventures in Moses Malone land might be one of the all time funniest sentences just from Homestar period it's for me. Wonderful, <laughs> especially when read in, in the, the powered by the cheats, strong, bad voice. The cheats, cheat adventures in Moses Malone land. <laughs> they, he sleeps in the King of Towns grill, right? Is that yes. still the case in that in that email? Yeah, they oh, yeah. tuck him into the grill. With his glass of sudzu and the Denzel. <laughs> and they tell him stories and then they t- t- toss bug bombs at him to force him to fall asleep. <laughs> you know, Strong Bad's a really good parental figure to the cheat. Yeah. I mean, he kicks him all he, the time. He's willing to make, you know, all these disgusting things for him. And then eventually just and toss- do exactly what he wants. Toss bug bombs at him before if that doesn't work. But he does keep, you know, the, he does keep the cheat in check by occasionally taking away some of his privileges, like watching TV in the crisper drawer. <laughs> yeah, they 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 do really make uh like the cheat one of the few characters who Homestar uh, not Homestar who Strong Bad is actually like nice to like he's even mean to strong he's even mean to strong mad more than he's mean to the cheat let's not forget the fact that strong bad constantly kicks the cheat very far (laughs) that Uh, is true that that is a a, a notable part of strong bad's relationship they did make a they did make a stuffed animal specifically for that purpose yes i'm gonna see if there's a page on the wiki for strong bad cheat relationship (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna see if there's a, a archive of our own fan fiction on strong bad i'm just kidding that's horrible there certainly is. I'm going to say that right now. Like, there's definite. There's no way there isn't that. I've never looked into the idea of Homestar Runner fanfiction. And yes, there is a page for Strong Bad and the Cheats relationship. It says, uh, Strong Bad and the Cheats relationship is a mix of several feelings. While they often work together, they're not always kind. Sometimes Strong Bad hurts the cheat, both emotionally and physically. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it's an emotional relationship problem for Strong Bad to call the cheat out on his bad cartoons. <laughs> but sometimes and he gives him a, a pizza trophy. That's true. Or, <laughs> what, did he ever give him a pizza trophy in real life? He, I always he gave thought him that... a trophy, and and I think he at he some gave point him an gave iron him cup full of Brunswick stew. Because <laughs> I know that he gets the the cheat gets a pizza trophy from his own animated Coach Z in one of the Powered by the Cheat episodes. I think he just got a trophy in in the one that I think I think the the pizza trophy was that he said I'm going to get you a pizza or a trophy or a pizza trophy. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I think that I think that was Strong Bad uh, re- uh, reacting to the new Boots cartoon. <laughs> I think so. Or no, 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 no. It was it was reacting to the same one where Coach Z gave the cheat a trophy, um, and he said, "I don't think it deserved a trophy. I don't even think it deserved a pizza. Maybe a pizza trophy." That's what it was. 
See, that's a food. Kind of. That's yeah. true. Yeah, we talking about pizza trophies. That's that's that is a food in the Homestar universe. So yeah, there's so a hot soup on Homestar's eye in another one of the <laughs> power of the uh, cheat cartoons. They actually yes. bring that up more than once. I don't remember what strong bad email hot it is, but there's on my eye. <laughs> there's one where they have like a uh, he he like misreads an email that someone sends him, and he goes like, "Ah, poor hot soup in Homestar's eye." Hey, whatever his name is, and then he has to go back and reread the email again. I think that was uh, I think that was the one the the original the original email for sweet cup and cakes because the the email was from Stephen. Or no, 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 no. It was a different one. It, it's uh, the email was from Stephen. He said, "Poor hot soup in Homestar's eyes." A Stephen, and you could click oh, on right, A Stephen, right, right. and it would bring up a picture of A Stephen. <laughs> you know the the fancy version uh, of A Steve. It's the A Steve at uh, the A Steve during job interviews <laughs> at, at sports interviews. Um, <laughs> should we go ahead and get into? Uh, king of town specific food because i yeah, feel like there's a there's a lot there this is a long list well the first one on the list here is animal fat but uh spelled with a ph <laughs> animal fat what animal no one a knows food. its description on the list is a food apparently made of animal fat <laughs> <laughs> anything with butter in the name is the next one also, also, he does eat just sticks of deodorant, which is like <laughs> I think one of the grossest things that Homestar Runner ever had on that website was King of Town just eating full, just eating the deodorant. Oh yeah, didn't he like that. think it was white chocolate or something? Well, no. it was it was Strong Bad has a stick of deodorant filled with white chocolate that he's gonna eat in front of the King of Town to make it seem like he's eating deodorant, and then the King of Town is just. <laughs> scarfing down entire sticks of, of deodorant. What I like is that he's spraying spray deodorant into his own mouth. <laughs> that that brings me uh, that brings me back to high school, uh, where where people would just run through the uh, the boys' locker room spraying their their terrible terrible axe body spray everywhere. Oh yeah. I so was the really entire afraid. locker room would smell like hockey and phoenix scent. scent. I was really afraid you were about to stop after that reminds me of high school. And I was just going to have to live with the idea that you ate deodorant in high school. <laughs> you know, I, it, it, it was a near thing. I, I think just, you, just breathing the air yeah, in, in that. that room was pretty close to eating deodorant. That's fair. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure at some point any of those, like, elementary school boys gym class locker rooms are like 80% Axe body spray. You need a you need a gas mask to get in there. Is oh, that sorry. still the case? Like I, I went to high school between two thousand three and two thousand seven, so that, that I feel like that was kind of the peak time for Axe body spray. But I also don't know if it's still a thing. I mean, it wasn't when I was. It was it was bad in middle school, not in high school. I'm gonna be honest here. I've that not like, been in a high school uh, locker room in a while. So yeah, it's been it's been. Oh well, that's God, probably like a good seven thing. years for me. <laughs> It, that's one of those things that would end in an arrest if I did that now. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah. none of that. Don't, but don't so do that. I don't know. I can ask. I actually, I can probably ask my sister, but it'll be after the podcast is over, obviously. But we we can uh, post the update on, yeah, on we the update on our the Twitter account whether or not these people still spray tons of X body spray. Yes, but we so did, next we did that for the for the uh, the Quiznos commercial as a follow up. <laughs> so. Okay, then. 
that was terrifying by the way to actually see like to see those things i i said on pod that i thought i could picture them they were way worse than the image i had in my head <laughs> significantly worse um so there was this entire email uh where where strong bad had to because he lost a bet to homestar he had to spend the night in the king of town's castle and just witness all of the all of the things that the king of town has around food wise see i remember the king of towns uh like pantry shelf yeah had like i oh man i don't remember he had like 1897 potatoes or something oh, oh gratin potatoes oh, oh gratin potato that's, that's what it was yeah he's he, he's yeah, it's a, it's a vintage 83 that's what it, thank you <laughs> This food stuff is a spin on the thinly sliced potato and cheese dip known as au gratin. So again, thanks a lot, Homestar Wiki, for explaining to me the, the joke of au gratin potatoes. <laughs> but that same like, uh, e- email, the bet, has probably my favorite Homestar food stuff in it, which is butter da. Butter da! <laughs> described here as apparently some sort of automotive fluid. <laughs> See, there's two two drinks in two fluids in Homestar Runner that I've always loved. Butter Daw is one of them, and then Super Mud is the other one that I I think about constantly, which is the uh, the liquid that they they spike Homestar's coffee mug in when he's on a date with Marzipan. Super, super yeah. Mud. Marzipan's super got mud. a face full of Super Mud, and I'm feeling fine. <laughs> pre- there's got to be a wiki page for Super Mud. There probably is. I'm looking for that now. I actually have it. I didn't remember Super Mud, so I didn't bring it up for like. Cause I got like a wall. I'm not of sure it was opener. a food. It was a drink. Is a beverage. Here it is. Uh, yeah, it is apparently it's, it's a, a coffee type, can. Apparently, a type of liquefied dirt. <laughs> it comes really? in a can, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Super Mud. Is a product mentioned in the Strongbed email date. It is apparently a type of liquefied dirt packaged in a coffee can that has a high degree of quality, or at least possesses some exceptional trait. <laughs> It is sold in 40-ounce of ounce cans and claims to be fine, fine, fine ground. <laughs> I mean, that is what it is, because it's dirt. Yeah. Do you, do you get it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After Strongbed witnessed this occurrence on his new security camera monitor, he was heartily amused. Marzipan's got a face full of super mud, and I'm feeling fine. So, yeah, you could probably make a mean cocktail out of butter dawn super mud we're, we're gonna have to talk about homestar and marzipan's dates on another episode i think but uh there, there's a lot there to dig into as well yeah there's uh like i definitely want to talk about the the homestar runner date simulator that strong dad built <laughs> i cannot believe of all the dumb games that they had on that website they didn't they made the Sid Hoffman Sid Frenchman game for that email, but they didn't make one the dating sim that you can just make a home star say bah. <laughs> and then make Marzipan say da. <laughs> Strong bad is on point. <laughs> Gets me every time. Also, um, um, so butter duh, uh is is not something that you can drink but he does and so he advertises it uh in i think an easter egg at the end of that email uh saying they tell me not to but i still drinks it (laughs) they shouldn't put butter in the name if they don't want you to drink it do you you think that uh maybe he was a, a harry potter fan and thought that it might be similar to butter beer oh maybe 
I just I, that I'm, stuff I'm, that I'm, you have to wait in line for an hour for at the the Harry Potter experience at Universal. How does yeah, it taste? I never had any stomach hurt really bad. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm really concerned that referencing Harry Potter is going to start becoming like a common occurrence on this podcast in the future. I don't know they, why they did come out at around the same time. I suppose that's true. I feel like I feel like my childhood is basically summed up in like Homestar Runner, Oblivion, and Harry Potter. <laughs> you know, fair, then, honestly though, like I didn't really read Harry Potter, but definitely the other two, like Homestar Runner and Oblivion. A, a really um, uh, lucrative crossover, I think, is is waiting in those three things somewhere. Oh, I thought you you meant just your childhood was an Oblivion made of Homestar Runner. Yeah, I couldn't. I can't remember anything besides <laughs> Homestar Runner references. Honestly, yeah, like, I think I was would... like, f- I think I was like four years old. Because that that applies to me for sure. I swear to God, I was like four when my brothers showed me Homestar Runner, and I didn't really get it. But if you just watch it enough, you get it eventually. Yeah, it's definitely like a grower kind of humor in this the whole pot, like kind of the whole show. The weirdest thing is that the the first short, like my, I don't know how old my brothers must have been. I was like preschool, and they were like sat me down and they pulled up the first cartoon. I remember this forever. Was the Ballad of the Sneak with <laughs> uh, Da Vinci's Notebook? And yeah, Da Vinci's Notebook. God damn, I loved that cartoon <laughs> as a kid, and it got me into the whole thing. I don't really know why. Uh, first... Da Vinci's Notebook. Um... Is no more, I believe, but no, uh, but Paul and but, Storm still. Yeah, Paul and Storm. Okay, uh, you guys are gonna have to fill me in on this one. I have no idea what any of that stuff is. Da, uh, da Vinci's Notebook is a was a sort of comedy, I guess, barbershop type. Yeah, they're like an acapella group. group. There's like four four dudes, and they sang. Uh, they have they're they're pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. They had they had the the famous uh, song of enormous penis. That's that high school yeah thought was hilarious and they they had one called title of the song where uh it was just a generic love song with all of the words taken out and replaced yeah. with like placeholders i like uh there's one that's sort of a gospel song uh, uh, called magic kingdom in the sky that is about disneyland sounds pretty funny yeah I, I have not heard any of this i'm gonna have to go back and like listen to that now yeah, and, and then, then and then yeah. Paul and Storm came out, and now it's just these two guys who are comedy musicians, and they kind of became well known as the opening band for Jonathan Colton. Who you probably oh, really? Know. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. I think they're I think they're they're better than Jonathan Colton to me. <laughs> they definitely have more straight straight ahead like actual comedy. I feel like in their music. I guess Jonathan, Jonathan Colton Colton's is a really kind good, of like the really good songwriter. Yeah, he is. That I know, I don't know why we're still talking about this, but uh, <laughs> I know Div- uh, Paul and Storm have a song called uh, "Write Like the Wind," which is telling George R. R. Martin to write his books faster. <laughs> and there's a, I swear to God, you can find it on YouTube a video of them performing that song, and George R. R. Martin comes on stage, smashes their guitar, and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then they, they, they there's a line about how, uh, or they, he makes them say that he's not their bitch. <laughs> which is extremely good i like to hear oh, man. to get back to uh to butter duh i think my favorite part about it is that the disclaimer that they give at the end and the really fast voices butter duh is no hasha bush push leopold 
Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the text that appears on screen. Like, all you hear is you know the the fast talking, just mumbling like butter does. <laughs> but on the screen says butter da is no hush a bush push Leopold. <laughs> good, good. It's extremely good. So he, he also just straight up eats cocoa butter. <laughs> that's a thing that is done. Which I, I feel I like know, you can eat. I don't know what butter. cocoa butter tastes like. It's a main ingredient in white chocolate. Yeah. Is it not a main ingredient in regular chocolate? That's just straight cocoa. I don't think it? so. Because hmm. cocoa just... butter is just like the oil taken from from oh. cocoa beans. Hmm. I'm sure it wouldn't be that. I, I, I can't imagine that cocoa butter is as disgusting as, as uh, butter da. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not automotive fluid. <laughs> now, a lot of people just use cocoa butter, I think, as a moisturizer. Hmm. Or like a uh, like a tan lotion. It's kind of like the slightly less uh, hipstery version of uh, coconut butter, which like it's like one of those big cure all food substances that people will use. Or like coconut oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's definitely the most healthy thing the King of Town has ever eaten. Probably. Given, given that according to this, he's also eaten and eaten uh, cotton balls from a diorama and an entire <laughs> bowl of corn dog batter. We we know that he hates peas. That's true. He That's, does is hate that, peas. Is that the only food he won't eat? Probably. Do you remember the uh, the scene where the king of town is uh, sitting at a table, like he's tabling for the uh, the the what is it called the uh, his army? I can't. Oh, what is that army called? Uh, the municipality. The municipality, and he's just hooked up to like a breathing apparatus, and it's just hooked up to a tank full of gravy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My f- that one's good. <laughs> so, so he's just suffocating otherwise because he's breathing normal air. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, you're what, right. What I do like is if he like doesn't this, eat, he can only breathe gravy. This is a thing that's actually like I feel like this is actually some lore we've stumbled into here because in uh, <laughs> Donut Unto Others, there's a bit where he goes, uh, he comes, he says he's come back with his results from uh, Taco Bell NASA. And they and they said he needs to keep his caloric intake up. So, like, I think the king of town is some sort of like weird science experiment that they're just allowing to live out its life in free country USA. Yeah, well, that's why the free country USA has a king. Yeah, of town. That's true. Like, free country USA is is a monarchy, so it's not really a free country at all. And they they gave well, him a poopsmith to deal with the aftermath of all this stuff. I want to write like a, one of those really like stupid dark children show creepy pastas about Homestar Runner now about like oh how they're all slaves to the king of town and his like insatiable appetite and he was designed by scientists and like it's actually it wouldn't, it wouldn't be that hard to make Homestar Runner weird and creepy seeing as how like they live in a empty field and there's just one random concession stand <laughs> in the middle of an empty field that's like the only place you can get food in the world. They do I mean, kind of lean into the whole, like, this is an alternate universe type thing. Yeah, there's quite a few cartoons on the site that I, I find have, like, a sense of unease to them. Yeah. Like, uh, I always found, uh, I don't know what the name of the tune is, but there's that one where he finds the, the Blubbo's whale in the middle of the field. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that one's always creeped me out. Like, it's genuinely made me feel, like, uneasy whenever I watch it. Like, Just, if you came across that in real life, it would... Terrifying. Yeah, be, you're just a crackly drive-through whale in the middle of a field. 
field, field, field. <laughs> I guess that is another place that you can get uh, food in uh, Free Country USA is Blubbo's. Does it ever actually, like, I know they always show advertisements, but there's no physical location for Blubbo's. Like, can you actually well, buy? I, I imagine that eating Blubbo's is kind of like uh, getting to sweet putton cakes. You just sort of order the food at the, the whale, then just sort of just, will it into existence. You think really and hard about fast food, and then it's there. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they're out of the blue the blue toys for the kids' meal. Uh, there, that's I think that's like the ones. eternal state. Is they're always out of that, and they have the the my favorite one of my other favorite jokes: the isosceles fish sandwich. <laughs> it is it is a very natural shape for a fish to be in. The isosceles. My, my wife and I will be just constantly say to each other, "Well, I guess they're out of blue ones," and the other one will go. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's it's very good. That whole that's that whole tune is great. There's a. Uh, there's a few old-timey versions of uh, pre-existing Homestar Runner food. Um, like, there's there's Mr. Schmallow, who is the old-timey version of of uh, of Marshy. You can and also he advertises Fluffy Puff Air Puffed Sugar Delights. <laughs> and of course, uh, if you what what else should you top your sour cream with besides polymascophonolate? <laughs> your soured cream. That that is, I love that they're like. It's the most flammable substance known to man. It's pro-tartant. Pro-tartant, but you gotta put it on your soured cream. <laughs> a, a spoonful of baking feed, soda. Yeah, and also feed it to your babies. Also, um, because I'm not banned from saying it on this podcast, I'd like to say, um, in uh, the episode Donut Unto Others, Homestar's secret recipe for uh, d- uh, donuts is a piece of toilet paper with uh, dog nut written oh, on it. Oh no! So can I just say uh, John Arbuckle <laughs> drank dog nut. <laughs> See, it's so weird that that one though. I always think about donut onto others because he does make donuts. He has them. It's like well, the like, only thing Homestar's ever done successfully. Yeah, he's make yeah, donuts until he until the stand fell over and yeah, basically he fried his face. Oh, that's another time Homestar got hot liquid poured on his face. <laughs> that's true. It, it is basically the biggest exposed part of him. <laughs> he is kind of all face. He's I mean, he's all face he, with a little, little body. Is he wearing any pants? Because, I mean, it's been pretty much shown that he's not wearing any shoes. And no, I know, no, no, no. Because like, he did wear pants one time. It was horrible. That's true. He wore uh, creepy pants wore, all the time. He wore Daisy some. Dukes. <laughs> with light <laughs> globes. He, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Daisy that, Dukes aside, yeah, he's not. Yeah, he so he is naked from the waist down. I mean, see, for me in my head, I I don't I like to just they're cartoon characters, so I don't like to consider them. It's like just when that. he shirts off, they do censor him, which means he has he some form of secondary <laughs> yeah, sex has, characteristics on his body. Something. Like no, he just runs. He's just a good athlete. He doesn't fuck. I yeah, feel Homestar like. I just feel like there's some sort of like horrible like Lovecraftian like nightmare under his shirt, and so they just always censor it out whenever he takes it off. Yeah, it's like how uh, Strongbad took his mask off in the. His, oh yeah, in that's that one. Uh, in that one short, in the or like chair uh, one. Uh, Coach Z takes his bathing suit off, and just a black liquid starts leaking up into the <laughs> pool. <laughs> oh, can we? Okay, speaking of Coach Z, can we talk about Coach Z's patented sog dog? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can, can you please introduce us to that concept? Okay. 
let me just preface this by saying that I personally have a almost instant gag reflex at the sight, thought of, and just mention of wet bread, like white bread covered in water. I have I have literally thrown up at the sight of wet bread. Oh, so sure. Coach Z cooks all his food hydroelectrically, which means that he gets in the locker room shower that he lives in and just soaks all of his food in hot shower water. And that's him being environmentally conscious. And the slogan for this product is, mmm, drink in that bun. So it's a raw hot dog. It's a raw hot dog in a hot dog bun, just sort of covered in hot water. <laughs> oh, God. Which yeah, that's is somehow... Yeah, Coach Z is already a really gross character, but somehow that takes the cake for the grossest Coach Z thing. Yeah, and he's the character who puked his pants. <laughs> yeah, and he also drinks mouthwash. <laughs> mouthwash. Do you know, by the way, this is this was a rumor with me and my friends who actually watched, uh, like, the few of my friends who actually watched it in grade school. When, because, you know, I know in one of the, the Christmas tunes, he's described as drinking unspecific mouthwash reen. Did they like actually get sued? Because that's what like one of my friends told me like years ago. There's no ago. way. No. <laughs> There's no way, right? Like I they they this couldn't. Was like have, early, this was right? the early two thousands. There's no way. Because a friend told me, oh yeah, I, they got I, sued. I don't by, think. Like, uh, did they? That I, they they couldn't have. There's no way. Coach Z's been drinking Listerine. Well, yeah, like. We have to do like a full episode on Coach C at some point in the future. Like, there's, there's there's a really deep vein of content to be mined there. Yeah, Coach C is is sure is a character. <laughs> so we, yeah, we, I, we did talk a little bit in the last episode about how they did kind of turn him into a sexual deviant as the years went on. Yeah, yeah. The the butt padding got increasingly more uncomfortable as the show went on. Yeah. Oh man, that's not great. No, it no, is. No, it's not. Oh, he also ate. Uh, apparently, uh, he ate. Uh, he ate coal at one point. Did he? In the in response to Ornament Strongbad's threat that he would stuff the Ornament King of Town full of coal, the king replied that wouldn't be so bad, and he proceeded to list the other ingredients of a concoction that consists of onion salt, hot sauce, and lumps of coal, and costs uh, dollar sign F dot O O D. It costs food dollars. Uh, yeah, from one of the uh, Decemberween short shorts there. <laughs> Man, HR Wiki is a blessing for this podcast. Yeah, the, I, I, I think you two are in luck that Homestar Runner has like one of the weirdest, most devoted Wiki pe- uh, teams in the world. It's intense. Yeah, Gi- Giants Confirmed, I think, is the other one who's just that lucky because of this might be a Wiki. <laughs> I know he. Oh, there's also the uh, the lifetime supply of fish sticks that the king of town ate that uh, changed him from the svelte uh, trim uh, king uh, prince of town into the overweight eating monstrosity of the uh, king of town. Yeah, they came out of a big old egg. <laughs> and also, the, the cheat was in that egg too, wasn't he? So that was. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Are those? Is the king of town's lifetime supply of fish sticks like the cheat's amniotic fluid? that's horrible we keep stumbling onto lore we can't keep doing this that's disgusting okay i think (laughs) if you do this podcast long enough you will unlock at least the scientific like nature of the cheat if you just keep going yeah you have seen an x-ray of the cheat before but i don't feel like that really showed us much 
Isn't like the cheat mostly skull? Isn't that what that kind of showed? Yeah, and he has a gold tooth. Oh yeah, that's right. Also, apparently he ate a mirror in Speemail 206. Is he the king of town did? Yeah, it's uh, the. I think I remember the bit is he goes at first to Homestar, I want you to meet your long lost twin brother. And Homestar goes, Chauncey, and rams into the mirror. And then right after that, he goes, the king of town, I want you to eat your long lost brother. And the king of town eats a mirror. <laughs> I think I think that's it's in from. Uh, yeah, it's, oh, it's from uh, the April Fool's tune. Where he brings April Fools back into the real world, where it can physically hurt people. Uh, the cheats does know how to make uh, cakes that look like him. Yeah, cheat cakes. I- I'm really curious as to what a cheat cake is. See, oh, the, only the thing own- about the cheat cakes to me that's really interesting is that they are boxed in like they have dedicated packaging. Yeah, that's true. Like, so I he think has a the, the cheat. He has a brand deal. Yeah, yeah, they have like, more steam and sugar than Grumble Cakes do. Maybe it's yeah. one of their uh, unlicensed, licensed products. Like uh, the pinatas with noses or whatever. <laughs> I like that, like, I, I do like that he's he's not only has a product, that he's in competition with whoever makes Grumble Cakes. <laughs> Who, yeah, like, that, that, was, yeah, that was Kevin Grumbles. Only liars and, and thieves eat Grumble Cakes, and those people go to prison. Just ask the cheat. <laughs> <laughs> just what ask I, the cheat what I like is that the cheat is both a liar and a thief like throughout the yeah, so, so he must eat grumble cakes <laughs> and he must go and he did go to prison that's in true Str- in um, strong medicine goes to jail cartoon yeah which we actually got a question about this week but uh, I don't I don't think we're quite ready for questions yet because I think we have just a few more foods that we should probably go through now, there's the the motherboard for uh, covered in seventy percent cacao from Nightlife that the King of Town eats. <laughs> do, do we do we want to go into detail about splounched? Oh yeah, we should probably get onto that splounched. <laughs> See, the thing about splounched for me is that it's so close to sounding delicious, and then you get the pepperoni, <laughs> and that just ru- it just ruins it. The rich, creamy pepperoni. <laughs> Do we want to do we want to say what's in splounched? So the ingredients of splounched, you start with a gaseous cloud of marshmallow vapor covered <laughs> in globules of semi-solid licorice colloid. Then it's those are suspended in a channel of liquid nougat wrapped around a crispity cookity log covered in rich, creamy pepperoni. <laughs> and then on top of the pepperoni are individual bowls, tiny bowls of puffed rice cereal with spoons. And then that whole thing is covered in chocolate. And of course, the iconic shape of Splounched is uh, Strong Bad's pants, but with a <laughs> with a bite taken out of them for, for security. security. <laughs> <laughs> I- would, would you eat Splounched just to try it? Like it's got little pieces of like ceramic in it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's well, it's, it is. It's fifty percent tooth rot, so that's got to contribute to it eventually. This is one of those things that I think, like one of those taste test YouTube channels would do an episode on, and they just be like, get a, mm, "That's not good." Someone get binging with Babish to make splash. Can <laughs> <laughs> you just put tiny pieces of bone china into a chocolate bar for us? Little tiny rice and spoons. Uh, Andrew Ray, come on the podcast. Just takes a bite in his mouth, is bleeding. 
<laughs> Try to cross section this one, Andrew. You won't be able to. <laughs> we do got it. this bingy with that cross section. It's just like shards of blaster falling out. This is not a member of the Clean Plate Club. Oh, God. I. I just I love the fact that Splash is the shape of Strongbat's pants, but it comes in a rectangular bar wrapping. Yeah. So there's just I I don't know how that works. It's an enormous waste of cardboard. I guess. Just to hold the rest of the bar up. Are there any actual like real life candy bars that were made to be like the shape of something? Well, I feel like most of them were just bar shaped. Well, Baby Ruth's were meant to look like a piece of shit. <laughs> There's definitely some like float a baby roof down the mineral bath. There's definitely like <laughs> gimmicky shaped chocolate, like Wonder Balls, uh, Curly Whirlies. Those are are sort Curly of Whirlies. I don't know if I've seen those. I think that's a British candy or maybe Canadian. One of the two. They're basically the same people. Uh, <laughs> they're like kind of. They look like DNA. <laughs> Kinda. There was like actually. Apparently, there was a uh, on this list of things he's eaten. They have strong sads, disturbing soft serve flip. <laughs> oh, no, my God. <laughs> From Keep Cool. <laughs> the picture is so good. Yeah, they it's put just strong sads head with a cherry on it. I just like, yeah, like speaking of which, a spoonful of hoisin sauce. They put on Strong Sad's head. Oh, yeah. And then they just ask him what time it is. <laughs> I don't know what the temperature is. I don't know is. what hoisan sauce is. It's a it's like a Chinese barbecue sauce, if I remember correctly. Oh, is it a real thing? It yeah, is, yeah. Sauce. I guess I guess I, it's I know Sad's that my, my stomach is not happy with me anytime I eat something that's mainly that sauce based. So I try to stay away from it. I guess Strong Sad really is like the most realistic character on Homestar Runner. Nick, he always plays the straight he's, man to all like he's the weird. The shit closest that. thing to a normal human being. On yeah, he's got a head. He's got hands, kind of. He's got he, legs. He likes bands and, you know, video know. games. He likes video games and he has he like LARPs. I think they say that at some point. Yeah, I think strong. I think that's a, uh, that was a cool game. For, strong sets, cool game for strong bets, cool game for attractive people. Yeah, that's my he one had, big... like a, a big LARPing sword. Yeah, that's my one like blind spot play for that like, game some more. stuff. I've never never played any of it. I've just I think I watched the first episode like a let's play of the first game when I was procrastinating an essay last year. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever played any of it. They're pretty amusing. I wouldn't say they're great, but they're fun. They're a classic I Telltale. I distinctly yeah. remember uh that the humor in the games are kind of different than the rest of the Homestar Runner stuff. Yeah, I think it's just because the fact that it's an actual game you have to play means that the pacing is really off sometimes. It, there's a lot of cutscenes and everything, but but yeah. That's um, pretty fun. It I'm also sure has that, that problem that, you know, some of those older point-and-click adventures had where you have to go to a really specific place to get an item. Uh, or or you can't make the story proceed. That's true. Like I know, like reading the uh, the wiki pages for the Homestar Runner game or the Strong School game for attractive people, it definitely looks like it was a really actually difficult game just because of the nature of like old adventure games. It it the I remember distinctly. There's a puzzle where uh, it's in the Battle of the Bands, and you need to like switch the music that's playing to like 
make things happen, like make Coach Z punch some. I don't. It was really really weird. Those game those puzzles are are almost completely just like click on things until it works. It's like worse than King's there's, Quest. There's there's a lot of food that comes up in in Teen Girl Squad, usually of the harmful variety, like uh, <laughs> corn chips are no place for a mighty warrior. Like uh, staple sauce is a good example. Oh, before, before sir, before we get up the King of Town, I want to mention that he once ate uh, the the Poopsmith's pile of what's it. He also once ate his own mustache, <laughs> allegedly. There's just there's just nothing uh, that his science experiment stomach can't can't do. He, is he also like, ate a wooden table in unnatural. He is kind of a superhero. He did like eat the entire pool of of Jello to save everyone. That's true, but like they all describe it as like at least Strongside describes it as being like a terrible experience. Well, yeah, you were inside his stomach, but he did save your life. That's true. So yeah, so you're saying like yes, there's staple sauce from uh, Teen Girl yep, Squad, and then there. there's also uh, a bag of potatoes that uh, squashes uh, the ugly one that's labeled "You're Not Potatoes." Oh yeah, the no, uh, you're not. What it was it was a, it was no. It was no brand weights, and you're not brand potatoes. Yeah. And then there was the the stand that sold three spring rolls, and you go to it to order three spring rolls. <laughs> See, I don't remember that specific part. Like, we need to do a full Teen Girl Squad episode again. Like, that's another one that really could be dug yeah, into. Yeah, I bet we could find somebody in uh, in the Discord who wants to talk about Teen Girl Squad. Oh, for sure. So, like, like um. I don't know. Is that that's that seems to me like pretty much it for an overview of like the general like sort of foods without going through the whole <laughs> list. And yeah, if we just go through bologna <laughs> with a gumball sandwich, you know, sour cream yeah. and the cheat hair. <laughs> Each oh, but well, we do need to talk lunch. about uh, uh, old Uncle Egg's uh, <laughs> old Uncle Egg's diaper pie. Please, please, <laughs> please continue. Stupid Uncle Egg's diaper pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from. Uh, it's the same one with the uh, sour cream and the cheat hair. He Ugh. he serves up uh, he serves up a delicious batch. Uh, uh, or he well he it's not a real food. Yeah. He tries to trick um, Strong Bad back from making him eat the sour cream and the cheat hair uh, by giving him a pine a pine cone that he has stuck a, a a sticky note to that says a pie, not a pine cone on it. <laughs> And and just calls it sweet uh, sweet Uncle Egg's diaper pie or something like that, and uh, it's just one of the more genuinely surreal moments of the show. It it's up there. It's pine it's, cone. Pine, yeah, not a pine cone. Is is pie? And then he immediately gets Homestar to eat the. And Strongbad tricks Homestar into eating the pine cone that he has set out for him. And Homestar still walks away victorious. And I'm he not does just, just eat a full pine cone. <laughs> yeah, he, he very much does eat a full pine cone. Doesn't he also eat a light bulb sandwich at some point? He definitely did. that did. ever happen? Someone did. All I know is I think that's the the uh, birth of the one of my favorite lines as well, where Strongbag goes, it's like even when we win, <laughs> he wins. <laughs> It is true that you literally can't beat Homestar because he just cares so little. Yeah, he's he's like completely like he's un 
Like if he was a real, like if he was like a Twitter like donut lib, he'd be completely unownable because you wouldn't recognize that he'd been like beat. Could you imagine the horror of Homestar Runner's Twitter <laughs> account? The things that that character would tweet, I I I won't be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> Shudder at the thought. Of I home- get the jib. I get the jibblies every time. Strong said did kind of have like a live journal type thing. Strong, I think now the majority of the site updates come through Strong Bad's Twitter. Yes, at Strong Bad so. Actual for all you people on Twitter. It's, it's a good I didn't account. know you could get to Twitter with just a command line. <laughs> you know, people people are doing crazy <laughs> stuff with old computers all the time. <laughs> Run Twitter.exe. Yeah. Probably on his, uh, his uh, lappy. Um, should we get into questions? Yes, we, we already answered one of the questions here. We answered... Uh, Mike Dawson's question, do you think melonade sounds tasty or bad? Did we come to a consensus on yeah, melonade? Real beverage. Oh, no, that's true. We just kind of ended up talking about melonades. So I, I, guess would, I, would, try I would try plain old melonade. I'm not sure I would try the, the taco flavored one. I would I would try triple double melonade or whatever it was called. I, I would try uh, guava, the guava blast one there, the, the athletic guava blast. Yeah, yeah sports drink melonade, I I'd think, could that. be pretty good. That seems fine. And then, so we have a question here from Crocabit here that says, uh, how do you eat with normal-sized hands? <laughs> I don't know. I've never figured that out. I don't know how I'm supposed to eat with these waggledy mus- uh, knuckled <laughs> monstrosities. Oh, finally, a new Discord name. Um, my, my fingers are just like a toothbrush and a shrimp, um, so I can't really pick <laughs> anything up. Um, but if somebody does have normal hands out there, I'd be I'd be willing to that 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 can be another Twitter update. I think I, I got a I got a bucket and a bucket and a <laughs> megaphone, so I can sit on the bucket and <laughs> yell at people. <laughs> should have picked guitars and laser beams. All right, so the ah la- oh, damn it, I should have picked guitars and laser beams. And our last question probably will take the more one of the it's the only one that's going to take a longer time to answer. We've got uh, this question here from a. Uh, uh, host of HKIP uh, Brooks Oglesby here with the question uh, what what does Strong Bad is in jail cartoon tell us about the ideology of the state in free country USA is Homestar fash or can we understand the happenings as a potential alternative to conventional policing so Strong Bad is in jail cartoon <laughs> let's talk about that does anyone okay. remember how it starts so uh, yeah vaguely so it was like it was like the home, uh, it was strong bad and the cheat steal the king of town's crown, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that what they get busted for? Or was it no? Or was it robbing Bub's concession stand? Or like I think it was the bu- it was yeah it was it was the king of town's crown first, and that's what they get in jail for. Did they take trivia time, or was it something else? <laughs> that was something trivia else. time. Pom pom's dog. They yeah. might, I f- maybe they kidnapped him <laughs> in another episode. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it was definitely a different episode because this I, I remember how it goes now. Yeah, they steal. The King of Town's crown, they immediately go to prison. They yell about how they were set up. Strongman yeah. frees them from it, prison. They try to rob. He just sort of picks up the. It's a cardboard box in Strong Badia. With I, I know that Homestar. I think <laughs> then, it's. I think it's this episode that Homestar imitates a a car alarm. The yeah, way, so. way, way. He just sort of wa- He just sort of walks up to them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the correct answer was wayo wayo. <laughs> that is a completely different episode that I'm referencing. Nobody That's going to happen a lot Star on this said. show. Is uh, Homestar is Homestar fascist? I don't think Homestar don't like think has so. a Homestar's just like a normal centrist. Like if he had political opinions at all, 
Homestar does not. Homestar is incapable of having political opinions. He's one of those like like donut Twitter grifters who's like just who's like talks who just kind of says nonsense and tries to get like liberals to pay them. I mean, Homestar has like a red, white, and blue, you know, with a big star motif. So maybe That's he true. loves America the most. But he's he, in that same. <laughs> maybe he is a fascist. In um, in a more. Oh no. In more armies, when he's t- describing the home starmy, his main goal seems to be getting five bucks from people who sign that's up. That's true. Which is why I think. Oh yeah, he's that's a, true. He's a grifter oh, so first he, and foremost. He is. He he is a Amer- he is a, a proud American. He loves. He he serves in the army. He has his own private army. Yeah, he's a par- he's, for he's himself. A, or is he a member of a paramilitary group? I think Co-Star's he is. Army is. His- his home, I think Homestar's home army fascist. is just him, Strong Sad, Homsar, and a and an air pop popcorn machine named Benedetto. Yes, yeah, that died. <laughs> Don't you die on me, Benedetto? Be- wait, wait, Benedetto, Benito, Benito, Benedetto Mussolini. I think Homestar is really is a fascist. Is that anything? I think we. Is this guy? something. Something. This is. Is this bit going somewhere? Can anyone think of any other ways that Homestar Runner could possibly be a fascist? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I think Home uh, Strong Bad is my best bet for being a fascist. Honestly, oh god, Strong Bad. I don't like to think about Strong Bad's politics, but you're a hundred percent right. Like, given his like, especially the whole space captain face program thing, where they try to sabotage the Italians. <laughs> yes, yeah, sabotage the, the, the sinister Italian space program. <laughs> He's, I don't know why, but the, the the choice of Italian space program has has always been really really funny to me. Yeah, it's just it's like you couldn't thing. pick a funnier country to to be at war with their space program right. in yeah. Italy. What I like about it is that makes it makes strong about a cultural imperialist. He's he's trying to destroy Italy's Italy's space station because that whole thing's propaganda. I mean, well, I'm trying to. I I don't know where Italy's politics were back in the early 2000s, but. I'm pretty sure that Italy's politically doing very bad right now. Yeah, it's it's weird to me. It's just because like him doing that, like because the whole the whole space captain face cartoon is, in my opinion, at least a, a political propaganda ad to promote war with uh, Italy between Italy and Strongbadia. Um, Homestar may be he he may be one of those like you know white collar Republicans. Um, because just of just kind of the general demeanor he has uh, as a coworker in uh, the Bizcaz Fry uh, shorts. <laughs> well, that's one of the yeah. puppet Homestar ones, uh, right? You know, Strong Strong yeah. Bad's actually trying to work. Seen, and he's the guy who you know comes up behind him. And he starts going, "What is up, my dog?" And he also got stuck in the water cooler that one time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's, he's, I mean, he's also, uh, as he puts it, you know, friends with the big cheese, uh, ANCAP pom-pom. <laughs> That's, yeah, that pom-pom is extremely wealthy. Pom-pom is like one of the Krasenstein brothers, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, like, owns what? his own movie studio. Yeah, he's like... pom-pom he's... owns Club Techno Chocolate? Because I feel like He that owns and DJs it himself. I think... Well, the cheat DJs, doesn't he? Oh, that's right. I yeah, think the pom-pom, pom-pom definitely did. owns it. So, okay, I feel like we've reached the point now where we're just kind of breaking down <laughs> the political ideologies of each uh, 
podcast at Homestar. So let's do this and then close out because it's been about an hour and that's kind of where sure. we've been keeping the shows at. But... Okay, one I got I got a good one. All right. Senor card Senor Card Gauge, Libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, absolutely. There's nothing else he could possibly be. Uh, he's he's, he's on like, me, Aleppo. He's don't expire on me. <laughs> You know, like the, the remember when Gary Johnson said "excard on me." No, it's like girl. one of those, like those flags with the "don't tread on me," but it says "don't escard on me." On Someone, it. please Photoshop that. That's so good. Oh man! <laughs> somebody, somebody who hears this, please make that flag for me. Oh my god, that's the only good way to fly a, uh, the "don't tread on me" flag. Do we have an episode that. title there? I think so. <laughs> don't ex- don't escard on me. Yeah, don't escard on me. So Bubs is like just a petter, petty bourgeois liberal, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Marza is Marzipan is Marzipan a leftist or, or is she like a shit lib? I feel like Marzipan would be like a Hillary. Yeah, down she she wears liberal. a pussy yeah, hat. You think? Yeah. <laughs> the cheat's an individualist anarchist. Like he's like a, a oh, because right? yeah, because because that's true. Because Marzipan went went strong bad was like, well, if I just do the if I just put a sticker on the lappy that says it's environmentally friendly, will that make you happy? And she <laughs> says, yeah, sure, that works for me. <laughs> so yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I don't know if there's too many people with radically left wing politics on uh, Homestar Runner. Maybe Strong Sad. Maybe no, Strong Strong Sad is like a gamergate kind of person. <laughs> I think so. Never mind. All right, folks. Yeah, Strong Sad is an incel. <laughs> So, I don't know. Yeah, Coach Z is Coach Z's definitely an ANCAP. What is Homsar? Homsar is a situationist. He's like an absurdist art figure. <laughs> there's, there's my... T- In this essay, I will... Homsar has his own sovereign micronation somewhere. <laughs> I mean, they do show that he, he is sane. Like, he can talk normally over the phone. In that one episode of Marzipan's answering machine, I'm just imagining now, you know, one of those leftist theory books, but with, you know, Sharpie out like over a bunch of words and Strongpad just narrating it, saying, "Everyone is capitalist. No two people are not poor." <laughs> Well, that's really the good. stick, folks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do you want to go ahead and uh, take us out, Eden? Yeah, sounds good. Sorry, the sorry if I cut you off there. Uh, that was yeah. That's that comes to the end of the stick there. Uh, thank you very much to Jordan from uh, Jurgenit for joining us here today. Thanks for having me on. I don't have enough opportunities in my life to talk about Homestar Runner these days. No problem. We're always looking for guests right now. So if you ever want to come back on, just let us know. We're going to be. Yeah, sure. uh, posting things i need to i'm gonna post a link to the discord on the twitter if people want to come in because right now we're you know anybody can come on in and we need you know more people to talk about and be guest hosts here with us i'm going to be posting that up there that is uh at the stick pod and uh we thank you very much for the title song which you will hear if you're listening to this after we recorded obviously uh from a yeah, hyper chicken it's called always beezing and doozing it's a remix of the the email song of the same name and uh, you can find Hyper Chicken at uh, SoundCloud.com slash Common Sense hyphen full hyphen EP. Uh, they got some actually some really good music on there. And uh, other than uh, and you can also obviously find the original recording of our theme song there. And uh, other than that, uh, thank you very much to uh, Summer from the Hakipkata Discord and from the Noise Space podcast, My Pod Cabbages, for uh, doing our podcast art. 
and, and at any rate, this has been uh, The Stick. My name's Eden. You can find me at uh, TP underscore Albuquerque on Twitter or Turning Point Albuquerque on Tumblr. Uh, my name's David. You can find me at, at D-A-V-V-V-D, uh, Davd on Tumblr or at Dave's. Uh, with three V's, uh, D A V V V E S on Twitter. Uh, and I'm I'm Jordan. You can find me at Twitter at Bradipus Rex B R A D Y P U S Rex R E X, or on the podcast Jurgen It, which I do with uh, with my brother, where we watch the, the ABC Family Secret Life of the American Teenager and uh, and basically die every week <laughs> a little more. <laughs> yeah, listen to Jurgen It. <laughs> It's a good. It's, it's except much don't listen to the newest episodes because season three is awful, 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 awful. <laughs> well, everybody, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll. Uh, I guess we'll see you all whenever the next episode gets recorded. Yeah, we're trying to do twice a month. Insert end tagline here. We're still working on that. Yeah. <laughs>